bug uh, that's in it. Uh, get that out of the way so that we can broadcast and everyone pick us up. But we do thank God for you continuously supporting us. Lamentation, third chapter, verses 21 through 32. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because of his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is precious. And uh, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait on him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should have both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke of his youth. He sitteth alone and keepeth silent. And because he has borne it upon him, he putteth his mouth in the dust. And if it's so, there may be hope. He giveth his cheek to him that smiteth him, and he is filled, filled full with reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. But, thou, but though he cause grief, yet will we have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holiness, righteous word. You may be seated. You know, last week we talked about it in Sunday school. We talked about free to celebrate. And, and according to uh, the dictionary, to celebrate means that you do something enjoyable in order for the show that the occasional event was something special in your life. So how many milestones have we had in our lives that we wanted to celebrate? How many people are only marked their birthdays and anniversaries? And those are the important milestones that we have made in our lives. And there are major accomplishments also that we do that we try to celebrate. But celebration also gives us a sense of achievement and it's great way of rewarding ourselves for a job that we did the best we could. Why are we celebrating today? Why are we celebrating uh, things that God has done for us in our lives? Sometimes we just don't give God enough celebration. No? Uh, we want to praise him and give him glory and honor for all that he's done for us in our lives. So, so celebrating is something special. Uh, it's something special that we celebrate, but sometimes people celebrate for and a drop of a hat. They celebrate anything. You know, I, 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 hey, I cut my fingernails. I celebrate. Yeah, you know, and, and, and they, they find any and every excuse to want to have a party. You know how we want to eat. Yeah. Uh, we, we do it in church, eh? Yeah. Every time we want to have a date, we, are we going to food? We're going to serve yeah, food? We, we always want to serve food to celebrate. But the thing about the celebration, you got to have a what? A divine purpose for celebration. There, look, you better know what you're shouting about when you start shouting. If you're celebrating, you got to have a purpose behind your celebration. A celebration got to be about something that the Lord has done good. Sunday school said he put you in a, a good place. God got you in a good place. And that's worthy celebrating what he has done for you in your life. So a celebration is about what? Something special. So Patty Hill, I want you to know today, 
I know it's a sad day for me. It's a sad day for you, I believe, also. But this is also a special day. Yes, it is. It's a day worthy of our celebration. Mm -hmm. I celebrate what God has done through us. Here, what God has done through you. Yes. Here, what I've tried to pour into you here, but what you've poured into me yes. here is yes. worthy of our celebration. Mm -hmm. What God has done in our little short time of ministry here, I want to celebrate what Piney Hill has done. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and give God praise yes. for what he has hey. done. And, hey. and, and give him thanks for what he's done in our tenure here at Piney Hill because every day, Every day, even this day, it's sad and also it's a day of joy because of what God has done. And, and, and every day is a day worthy of our celebration. So today on this, this last Sunday that I am officially your pastor, but it won't end until Thursday. I'm letting y'all know that I'm your pastor till Thursday. So don't think that the last Sunday is it. No. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, and plus we're gonna be with you anyway. We're gonna be with you. So a new day of celebration. So we want to talk to you this morning about a new day with some sadness and joy. A new day with some sadness and joy. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come. And hopefully, as we stand behind this sacred desk, Lord, that we too will break the bread of life to people that might seem sad and might seem look like things are hopeless, but God, you're still in charge. You're the God that sit high, but you look low. You're a God that has compassion and love for us that you have shown through your darling son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for all that you have done in us, through us, and we magnify your name because you're just worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we praise thank you. you this is our prayer in Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let every heart say amen. amen. A new day with some sadness and joy. You know, by the divine revelation, the text that we're using this morning was my first sermon text as a pastor here at Piney Hill Baptist Church. Uh, on that September back in 2019, as we came, I told you that day that most people will celebrate some anniversaries, but I've come to realize that in order for you to celebrate any day, that that day must happen, that day must come to fruition. And according to the dictionary, it's a special day that we have set aside to commemorate some things that we have done in our lives. So, so it means so much to me to celebrate with you this morning because I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. I, I want to just let the church know this morning that what you have done for me means so much to me. And and, and, and I want to celebrate that. It's not an average day, and it's not every day that you come to be in a place where you have the love of God working and doing and having the ability to be able to express yourself in a way to be able to help others and try to draw people closer to, to, to a relationship that they have with Christ. Mm -hmm. 
Every day is a new day. And, and a gateway. I, I, I was thinking about that, uh, Minister Clarissa, and I was wondering how can a day be a new day, but it's also a gateway between yesterday and tomorrow. Okay. We have to have today. We got to deal with today in order for to remember our yesterday, yeah. but to have hope for our tomorrows. I know that the word of God says there is nothing new under the sun, but yeah. that's from a God perspective. Yeah. But to you and I, that, that things are happening new all around us every day of yeah. our lives. I, 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 I recall Ecclesiastes, the first chapter, verses 4 through 9. It says that one generation passes away and another generation cometh. He says, but the earth abides what? Forever. The sun will rise and the sun will go down. It will hasten in this place where it arose. The wind goes forth to the south and then it goes about to the north. It whirls about continually. The wind returns again according to its surface and rivers returning to the sea. The sea is not full, but it's all things are full of labor. Man cannot utter. The eyes is not satisfied with seeing nor the ear with feeling and hearing. The thing that has been is that it which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Again, that, that, that's from a God perspective, ain't it? But from our perspective, every minute, every day, every opportunity is the beginning or the end of something new that is happening in our lives. So what, what time uh, does it take uh, for a new opportunity to go from right to wrong just that quick, ain't it? Huh? You can wake up with all of the good intentions in the world and all of a sudden that, 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 that sunny day turned cloudy. So things change all around. The things that were right can, can, can turn wrong quickly, but we got to be able to understand that, that God gave us this time from his perspective for us to understand that our time down here is short. Solomon all says that to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the sun, time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep. A time to laugh and a time to mourn, a time to dance. He says there are time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together. It's a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. And there's a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. See, God has allowed us this element of time to get some things straight and to start some new things over and to celebrate the things that he's allowed to happen in due season in our own personal lives. You remember I told you that something new is relative to God, but each one of us, uh, every day, we, we experience things that we have never seen before. You know, the Bible tells me in verse 11, Solomon said that, that he is made everything beautiful in his time and he has set the world in his heart and so that man can find uh, out the work that God makes from the beginning in the end. See, everything is in his time 
but, but, but it's to us, it's a new day and a new time and a time worth thanking God, giving him praise that he too has given us a new beginning and a new end to be able to get to that appointed place that he wants us to be. And today is the beginning of a new day for me, but it's also a new day for Piney Hill. But we need to be celebrating what God has done and what he's doing. You know, Piney Hill, I, I know you, you had a dream when you came here and, and, and wanted to set this church on this hill, but i got to realize your dream was fulfilled by God. God is the fulfiller of dreams. you got to give him praise, Lord, and honor for what he did. I, I know your name is on the papers, but the thing is, it wasn't your name on the papers that did it. It was God that did it. God found the purpose for this church to be here on this field back in 1857. So according to Solomon, we didn't know where, we didn't know when, we didn't know how. But what we do know, that God knows from the beginning all the way to the end what's going to be of Piney Hill Baptist Church. we got to trust God, and plus we also got to put our trust in Him to do the things that this church needs to be done in accordance to the plan that He has for us. So all I know is God has given us a new day. There is some feeling of sadness, but there is also hope for the joy of the Lord that we, too, will have to meet him one day. This is not the end. Neither is it the beginning. But it's our journey that will get us to that place where God desires to be. So as we come to our text this morning, I realize that 60-plus years, God has allowed me to be in ministry, in the church. 60-plus years. Started up when I was eight years old or so at Organ Chapel CME Church. I started off singing on the choir and the usher and, and to be in a black pants, white shirt, black tie. Y'all remember, don't you? And wasn't that a good feeling? That you were able to work for the Lord in the church. And, and then when I, I got into ministry, uh, I was teaching Sunday school, I told you earlier, in Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, 18 years old, I'm teaching senior adult. Uh, uh, Bible study or, or, or Sunday school class there. And, and, and then I became involved with trustee ministry and deacon's ministry. And God called me to the, to, to the preaching ministry. And all of us got to understand that all of that God is doing in his due time. So the thing is, somebody should understand that God is doing things according to his will. And, and we got to trust that his will is what this church needs and what the world needs. Yeah. We need to be about our father's business. Yeah. See? Yeah. See, the thing, life as well as ministry can be demanding, can it? Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes it, it can get old and cold. Yeah. But sometimes we, we have to liven things up. God can bring life to what's old and what's cold. Can I get an amen this yeah. morning? Hey, you hey. remember Jeremiah? He asked the yeah. question, can these? Bones live? That was Ezekiel. Yes. Can these bones live? Yes. And, and I like the answer. Ezekiel answer said, God, you know. Hey. Huh? You know. You know. And, and, and because he is the creator, all things are passed away. He said all things have become what? New. Jesus the Christ has been able to come in and take these old things in this old time and to create a new revelation of time and space according to what he has planned for us to be able to 
have a new day. Mm -hmm. Isn't it good to have a new day? Yes, it is. I mean, hey, look. Old yes. stuff mm. that passed away, all things become new. Yes. And it's hard to realize that, ain't it? But when I found out that a new day come every 24 hours, yes. whether you realize it or not, ain't it? Yes. And, and, and every 60 seconds, you know, I mean, every 60 minutes we get an hour. Every 60 yeah. seconds we get a, a minute. Every uh, new second has moments built into it. They call it nano moments or nano seconds. Yeah. Nano you know, so a new moment, a new opportunity is happening every day in our yeah. life. So that old day has passed away. God has given us a new opportunity to live a new day. Yeah. Even though that there are some sad days. But there are some joyous days also. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, in our text, he was lamenting about the pains of yesterday and how, by the mercies of God, has brought us through this. How many of you know this morning that it's not merely the storms of yesterday that we should remember, but we should remember how God brought us through the storm? Uh, the, the storms uh, remind us of, of, of how the difficulties are like, but what God brought us through should remind us about the goodness of God and how much he has done for us. God allowed him to go through, but in the midst of all of his despair, he realized that there was a better day coming. Our text says that this I recall it to my mind, that therefore I have hope. See, See, the, the time allows us the privilege to recall in our minds the things that God has allowed us to go through. And, and then to be able to bring us now to this appointed place. And it had not been for God on our side, uh, I don't know where I'd be today, but I, I realized that it was God that woke me up. It was God that set me on my way. It was God that helped me to be able to be where I am today. So I just thank God for all that he has done. I can look back in my mind and have that hope because I know what the Lord has done for us. I know he's saving God. I know he's a delivering God. I, I know he's an on-time God. I, I know that, 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 that by his might, I am able to be able to live in the midst of the despair of this world that we're in, and I can still have hope. The hope is not relative to your circumstance. Huh? Hope is not relative to your circumstance. I should be able to have hope in spite of my circumstance. There, there's nothing too hard for God to do. You cannot, do I have a witness today? Yeah. And every year and minute and every second that passes by, I have the hope that God is already working on that new day for me. <laughs> huh? He's working on a new day for you, isn't it right? Yeah. Huh? And I celebrate the day because of the fact that it's a transition between what yesterday and tomorrow will have for us in our lives. Oh, it, it's good to have hope. You are living in this world, that's enough to give God praise right, right there. We should be running around the church because some of us, you shouldn't have been living today. You shouldn't be here today. You shouldn't be as well off as you are, but thank God that by His grace and His mercy, that we are still here today. That's another day and another opportunity. You are closed and in your right mind. That's another day. Huh? You got a reasonable amount of help and strength. That's another day. Huh? You woke up this morning and put your feet on the ground and, and you found yourself steady. That's another day. Well, it's a new day. 
And it must be your day, even though it may be filled with some difficulties and some circumstances. It may be some sadness, but there's some joy knowing that God is still in the blessing business. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Next, Jeremiah, he gives us the answer to why we should celebrate every day. Look at our text. He says that it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait on him and to the soul that seeketh him. See, life itself would have been, should have been, could have been, huh? It, it, it's, it's just too much for us to deal with sometimes. But if it's not for the mercies of God, eh? Huh? If it's not for the mercies of God. See, if it wasn't anything in our own power that, that sometimes that caused us to wake up in the morning, it was nothing. I told you this morning in Sunday school, it was not the alarm clock. It won't you. You didn't shake yourself to wake you up this morning. If it had not been for the Lord, ain't it? Huh? He's still in the power uh, 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 working business and he's still doing it each and every day. It wasn't anything that I had in my own power but what? But God. Life circumstances will consume us but if not for his mercy. Ain't that what the word said? And this is our text. If you missed it, you got to understand that because of everything that you've been through in your life, you would have been dead and gone. You would have been torn down and beat up a long time ago. But the mercies of God bleed your case each and every day. I think it was Pastor Troy Anderson said right here, as you go through the valley of the shadow of death, oh grace and mercy shall follow me. Oh, the days of my life. Huh? It's grace and mercy that is keeping you each and every day of your life that will allow you the opportunity to face that new day Amen. with hope. Thank you, Lord. His mercy is new every morning, every day, every 24 hours, every 1,440 seconds, minutes, every 86,400 seconds. His, his mercies is new every day. And you got another opportunity to celebrate what he's done for your life. His compassion says it never fails. Huh? Every day, every hour, every minute, every second, I can feel his love in my life. Uh, isn't it good to know that you got that new day that you can wake up in the morning and feel the love of God in your life? It is evident. Nobody got to tell you that. You know that you know that you know that if it had not been for the Lord on your side, huh? It, 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 it might sound funny, but see, some folk don't get that. Everybody don't get that. God is faithful in that he gives us a new day every day. He doesn't look back on what we've done on yesterday and refuse to give us another day. You know how like, some of us like that, eh? Yes, we if you don't do me right today, you ain't getting another chance tomorrow. Come on now, preach. But aren't we glad that God ain't like that? 
Huh? His mercies are new, what? Every, Every day. Huh? I, I, I can talk about this all day. Let, we can talk about this all day long. At my best, I ain't nothing but what? Filthy rags, but his mercy, ain't it? And in his grace. And, and you haven't been good all your life. I don't know about you this morning. You ain't been good all your life. His mercy supplied your need just as well as supplied my need. He said that his mercy supplies my portion. Yes. Now, that, that, that's a whole lot in there, ain't it? Yeah, it's a whole lot. See, my portion is not your portion. And, and your portion is not what? My portion. But isn't it good to know we got a God that knows your portion? Yeah. God, he knows what you're standing in need of. And he will supply your need according to your portion. Huh? I like that old song said, God got a blessing. And with my name on it. God got a blessing with your name on it. God got a blessing with your name on it. God knows your portion and he will supply your portion and each one of us need to give God some praise for that. Yeah. The Bible says that his mercy endures forever. And you know what the Bible tells you? Our celebration today is the fact that God's mercy has sustained us here at Pine Hill in spite of the naysayers. Now. Huh? In spite of all of the troublemakers, huh? Yeah. In spite of all of the hell raisers, yeah. huh? In spite of all of the misery makers. Yeah. Huh? Do you know got some misery makers out there in the world? No, wait a minute. You got some misery makers up here in the Come on now, come on now. Everybody ain't happy because you celebrate. Yeah. Everybody ain't happy because you can celebrate. But the pastor doing celebrating, he's leaving us today. The pastor is knowing that God is working on a new thing. He's going to work on that new thing. And look, and if God is working on the new thing for me, he's working on the new thing for you too. Don't, don't think that this because I'm leaving that this is the end. God got a, hey, a ram in the bush. Back when we were growing up, we said that one monkey don't stop. Hey, look, I'm going to bust some of y'all bubbles now. Let me see. I got some senior diggers here. I ain't calling no name. If you don't think that Piney Hill going to survive when you leave, leave. Because a whole lot of them left for you, didn't they? Yes, they did. Piney Hill's still here. The log's still working it out. So in spite of me leaving, you leaving, or who leaving, God, upon this rock, I will build my What about, it ain't Piney Hill Church? No. What about the, the, the community of Piney Hill? Uh -huh. Who's house? Who's house? Who's house? And upon his house, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Right so there. God is going to take care of his house. In spite of me leaving, in spite of you leaving, God got a new thing for me, but he got a new thing for you too. Yes, Through our persistent hope and waiting for this closer relationship, God has already been good, ain't he? Yes, he has. And isn't it yes, good to know that, 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 that we survived another pandemic Another uh, 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 coronavirus, another 
Hope is faith standing on tiptoes. You know what that means? I'm looking in expectation of what God is going to do. See, my, my expectation for Patty Hill is that you're going to grow and you're going to move on. Because God has blessed us to lay a foundation that once the foundation is laid, now the church can bear build upon. Build upon the foundation of love and hope so that we can be able, I said the dynamic trio, you know, 1 Corinthians 13 says, huh, now about it. Faith and hope. But the greatest of these is what? Love. Love will keep you centered and grounded and the foundation that God has laid will help us to do what God has desired us to do. Our text says that he bears, he says, bear the yoke while you're young and strong enough to handle it. Too young, just as bad as too old, ain't huh? Somebody was asking whether my daughter and my granddaughter were sisters. My granddaughter, 19 years old. I'm 72. You need to be 40-something to handle the 19-year-old. <laughs> too young is one thing, but too old is <laughs> Too young is just as bad as too old. But, but it tells us to find some quiet time. Listen to what it says. Find some quiet time to be with the Lord, away from the things of the world. Humble yourself to have that hope for the destiny that God has ordained for this church and for your life. This old, I need quiet time. Come on now. Children, quiet time. Mm -hmm. you know, my grandchildren and my daughter live right outside my back door, Sister uh, Crawford. I get off at 5.30, mm -hmm. I drive home, I lock the door at 6. <laughs> they eat dinner at 8, we unlock the door at 8. What's wrong with you, Papa? Uh, ain't nothing wrong with me. We want some quiet time. Been at the store since 6.30 in the morning and I leave the store at 5.30, 11 hours. I've been at the store working or at Schrader, and now I, I, I come home and there you sit in the refrigerator. Leave the refrigerator door open. Not only leave the refrigerator door open, leave the back door open. So when I get home, I want some peace and quiet. And no, no something else. I said, when you get home, Grandma wants something too. They up in the house when I get home, but when Papa hit to the house, I want doors swinging. Is it wrong for, uh, uh, for you that won't cry time? Spend some quiet time with the Lord. Paul told the church at Rome, he said, but we have access by faith into his grace wherein we stand so rejoice in hope for the glory of the Lord. We, we should have that hope and joy in our heart because of what God is doing and what he has already done when we rejoice in sadness or suffering. It unleashes the mercies of God and that will help us to be able to look beyond our current circumstances and be able to face that new day that is before us with hope that God is going to take us through. Isn't that good news this morning? But I realize that, 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 that in Christ, nothing is wasted. Mm -hmm. 
I heard people say, well, you, you, you won't ever three years almost. But time is not relative to God. God created the whole world, it says, in a day. I don't know whether it was 24 hours or an eon, but he said it was in a day. So what God can do, he says he's coming in the twinkling of an eye. So that, that, that ain't a whole lot of time. So it's not relevant to us. But we have to realize that God is, does things and he never wastes a moment, an opportunity, not a nanosecond. When, what I went through was for my good. What I had to face is for my good. What I'm doing is for my good. So everything that you're doing for the Lord, everything that you've been through is for your good somehow. And you're sitting here wondering, how can that be for my good? It hurt. Huh? It prepared you for the next hurt. Huh? Prepared you for that greater challenge. See, what I thought about, what happens when you get to a place in life and you find yourself getting to a place where age becomes a thing that you have to face? You got to face the age, and, and you got to understand that that no matter how young you think you are, your body operates according to your 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 age, and you know. And and I got to understand that what, what what I thought I had missed out on in life that was for my good, one, huh? And, and and what I thought that 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 God had taken away from me that too was what was for my good, ain't? Eh? God does things as well good. We don't understand everything that God is doing. But what I faced, God's mercy wasn't far away from me. His mercy was nearer. He said, closer than it's ever been, if you would only lean and depend on him. Whatever I faced, God was there in spite of what I'm doing. I like what my brother said, that he's there all the time. When it seems like your problems are too much to bear, God is there what? All the time. So it's good to know that what you're going through, God is still there. God is there waiting, working his thing in your life, even when you don't see him working. God is working in the background. When you've been through what you're going through, God is there. It's a new day. It's a new opportunity. It's a new time. you got to respect that and rejoice and celebrate because everybody don't get that chance. And you worry about the little time spent. Everybody don't get that chance. You got to be thankful to God that in spite of what you're going through, that you're still here. So as we close this morning, I want to take this time for us to to adjust. It takes time to adjust. You got to adjust to make make it easier for you to transition from one administration to another administration, from one leader to another leader, from another time to another place. You gotta have time to, to adjust to what you're going through. You have to have an opportunity to accept what God has done and what he's doing. You have made an impact upon me. 
my little time spent here. And I hope that in those few years that I've made an impact upon you, the Bible says that weeping may endure for the night. But he says that joy cometh in the morning. I, I, I knew that, that there's going to be some tough days ahead for, for both of us. Things are not easy, but I know that everything's going to be all right. My wife sang this song by Kenneth Eldridge. She said that a new day, I'm free, no more chains holding me. Washed in the blood, I'm free. I thank the Lord for saving me. Victory is what I got. So there are no losers in the kingdom of God. Piney Hill, that it's a new day. It's a sad day, but it's also a joyous day. But God, he's got the victory no matter what we do. We got the victory. In spite of what's going on, we got the victory. Our task is to launch out into the deep and do what God has done by the foundation that has been laid. Church is more than just a place of worship. It's more than just a place of gathering. Ain't nothing wrong with worship. Ain't nothing wrong with gathering. Ain't nothing wrong with fellowshipping one with another. But God called us into ministry. The opportunity for this church to move out into the deep and launch out and to be able to impact the lives of people, the time is now. The word of God says that the harvest Plentiful, but the laborers a few. Jesus is going back into glory. He's waiting for his return here, but until that time comes, God got his church here on earth. And, and, and it's our duty to be able to look out and see the harvest. To have a desire that those that are lost might be saved. Have a desire that those that are wounded may be comforted. Have a desire that those that are going through the difficulties of life might find peace and rest in Jesus the Christ. And Jesus called us all to follow him. He commanded us to go. The Baptist church says, come to worship. Depart to serve. So it's our duty. Our mission is beyond worship. Our mission is beyond the praise and beyond the music, beyond the programs and beyond all of the things that we do in life. We got to be touching the pain that is evident in our community and in the world that we live in. David said that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So I encourage you on this day, on this new day, to launch out. Make known the name of Jesus by your deeds and by your words and by your rejoicing and by your praise. And be glad because God has brought us a mighty long way. This is the beginning of something new. But it's also the ending of something new, something good. Yes, I'm saddened that I'm leaving, but my heart is filled with joy for what God has already done. I'm, I'm not retiring from ministry. I'm sad that there, there were health issues and family issues and life issues that cut our time short here, but I'm going to celebrate what God has already done, eh? Huh? And Solomon writes that I've 
observes something else under the sun. The fastest runner does not always win the race. The strongest warrior does not always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry. The skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. But it is all decided by chance and by being in the right place at the right time. Our plan was to be here until I was 85. I told y'all that. But things happen. Yes, but regrets can never change anything. Oh, yes, I regret leaving, but regrets ain't going to change anything. I'm thankful to God that I got to be here for the little short period of time. I got to know the saints that are among you. I, I got to be a part of something for a period of time during the pandemic that, that we had to exercise our faith differently. I'm thankful to God that I was here to be able to help you go through that transition of time and to have what was necessary to be able to operate according to his will and purpose for us as a church. Paul says that I have fought a good fight. I finished my course and I have kept the faith. But Tiny Hill, I want to let you know that my fight ain't over yet. My course is not finished with me leaving here. And my faith in God is as strong as it's ever been. Piney Hill, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here for you if you need us. Just give us a call. I, I'm going to be around. I'm going to be on online ministry. I'll have an online presence. My On the Wall Ministries, Bible Institute, our God Gift Ministries, our outreach in our Sunday school, our exercise in our gift that God has given us. So our prayers go out to you. Minister Anthony and Sister Clarissa, Deacon Hendricks, Deacon Douglas, all of our deaconess, all of our trustees, Lee, and all of the other trustees, and our clerk and assistant clerk, Sister Elizabeth, and Miss D, all of the officers and all of the administrations and auxiliaries. And every member, every member, if you didn't hold office, I love you. I love you dearly. And I support you in ministry and outreach and everything that we do. And I'm going to check on y'all. And I'm, I'm going to ride through and see if y'all broadcast. I'm going to just see. But I'm going to tune in to see if y'all still broadcast. Because don't quit what God has started. Be faithful to the end to do what God has called you to do. Amen. So my prayers are to you, Piney Hill. And my desire is that you pray for me. I told at the funeral yesterday, at the funeral, at the uh, ordination service yesterday, all of the pastors, I heard you leaving. And uh, then my brother over at, uh, at uh, Rum Brown, yeah, I heard them folk that kicked you to the curb. I said, yeah, I left through the front door, I came in the front door. If I come in the front door, I'm going to leave out the front door. I'm going to come in loving you. I'm going to leave loving you. And I'm going to be loving me when I came, and I want y'all to be loving me when I leave. That's the way we're going to do this. 
but I encourage you to give me a call if you have anything that you need. And we're going to be supportive in the next couple of months and making sure that you have every piece of material that we've written, every piece of material that we've uh, uh, documented. We're going to pass that on to this church so that the church can have all of the documents that you need. We're not leaving you without making sure that you have everything that you need. All of the equipment is yours to have, yours to support this ministry. And we are here because we have the love of God in our heart. And I know that you too have that same love of God in your heart. And we're going to celebrate what God is doing. We're going to give him all of the praise and glory for what he has done here and what he's doing through you. So we thank God for you individually and collectively. And we're going to hope that God bless you until we meet again. May God continue to do the work he's doing here. And we're going to continue to love and to share the goodness of the Lord each and every day of our life. And I wish I could sing. Oh, I wish I could sing. I wish I could sing. I, 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 I. Minister Clarissa and my wife when sung this song last week, week before last, I think it was last week. And, and uh, We don't know when, what tomorrow brings. But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. So we continue to pray for me. Yeah. Continue to lift up the name of Jesus. Continue to do the work of an apostle. Continue to do the work of an evangelist. Continue to Lend God all that you have so that you, too, when that day comes, you can say, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. But God has laid up for me a crown of righteousness. So to all of those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose, God bless you today and may have another smile upon you. And let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this church. We thank you, Lord, for this assignment. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would just now put your loving arms around them and me, around me and my family, Lord. We pray for healing. We pray for deliverance. We pray for uh, a time where we can find peace and love and joy. Lord, just be with us, Lord. Continue to bless leadership here in this church. Put your loving arms around them. Guide and direct them in the way you have them to go. Continue to help them to look, lean, and depend upon you. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We pray for the sick, the shut in, the bereaved. We pray for those that are here, those that are not here. We pray for those that are homebound. Pray for Sister Mary, Sister Nora, Brother David. And pray for Sister uh, Anderson. Pray for Sister Douglas and Sister Mary. Pray for all of those that are going through. We thank God for each and every one here at this branch of Zion, and we pray that your will be done. Lord, we thank you. In Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen.